the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ladies and gentlemen, due to podcast regulations, the music will not air through the podcast rebroadcast of our show. Thank you. Welcome to RFUA Swell Radio. Get ready to join members of the San Diego-based musical group SLED for a journey celebrating rock and roll music both past, present, and future. This is RFUA Swell Radio on The Answer San Diego. Ladies and gentlemen, we've reached the 17th of December, Saturday evening, 2022. We're a week away from Christmas Eve. We have an incredible show with Jesse Blaze, Rob Lochter, and an old friend of ours, Dan McNay, featuring the musical group Dilf and some solo cuts by these associated artists as well. The Aussie Music Minute, the sled track of the week. But before we get to all that, my name's Peter DeLuke. And I'm Dino DeLuke. And that means I must be swell out. And I'm Cole Lewis, rounding out a Saturday night. Carries out on assignment, grabs some JMO, put that TV on mute, throw a log on the fire, man. Let's kick back. Let's get this party started. AM 1170, FM 96.1 on the answer. KCBQ San Diego, Swell Radio, RFU. Hey, we'll be right back. There's more RFUA Swell Radio on the answer, San Diego. When hunger strikes, hit Mary's Donuts and Deli, 10101 Main Avenue, Lakeside, California. You don't want to forget about eating the wonderful sandwiches at Mary's Donuts and Deli. The Union Tributes Deli of the Year Award and Bakery of the Year Award. That's Mary's Donuts, 101 Main Avenue, Lakeside, California. Tell them SLED sent you. Rock on. For all your legal needs, Arena Law Group, 2732 Fifth Avenue, San Diego, California, 92103. All aspects of criminal law from DUI, domestic violence, drug charges, homicide, and even all your civil litigation needs. Albert Arena, over 35 years of trial experience in San Diego County. Arena Law Group, 619-231-3100. Again, 619-231-3100. Albert Arena, he won't let you down. Swell Radio would like to thank our sponsors. Vox Direct, Brock Scott Photography, Brenniger Chiropractic, Last Days Tattoo, Mary's Donuts, Lakeside, Ramona Main Stage Theater, Rock and Roll San Diego, Conlon Digital Media, and the Arena Law Group. Without their sponsorship, our show would not be possible. Hey, what's going on, everybody out there? This is DT from the band Swirl, and you're listening to Swell Radio, R-F-U-A, with our friends from SLED. That's right. We got Swirl, Swell, and SLED. Now, get your Swirl on and turn it up. We missed you. We're back. Swell Radio, R-F-U-A. Well, it's Christmas time and another week of Swell Radio. This week we have some great guests. Mr. Jesse Blaze, Mr. Robbie Lochner, 
And we're going to rock to the song KO from Mr. Jesse Blaze's solo record. Swell Radio RFUA. That was KO by Mr. Jesse Blaze. And I'd like to welcome him and Mr. Robbie Lochner to the show this week. Yeah. I am going to have that hook. That will that hook will be in my head all day. I need a knockout. I need a knockout all day long. I would imagine that Dana and the UFC must have a copy of that by now. I mean, if they don't, they're probably going to want to play it. Honestly, like as I'm listening to it, I'm just like. I'm going to send that to Andrew Tate for his Jake Paul fight. Yes, yes. To, what are you I thinking? Have to get this thing into some people's hands. I, I really, I, you know what? I released the album and then I had a divorce, and I've just been like dealing with life. Yeah. For the past, yeah, it like, really takes your mind off things. Release. Well, yeah, no, it really unfocused me. And every time I hear it, I go, "Oh my God, how have I not gotten this in the right hands?" Because I wrote it for a, a TV show that my buddy John Hertzfeld was producing with uh, Sylvester Stallone. And it just never went off the ground. But the show was supposed to be giving a title shot to an unknown boxer. And I, I bet they just couldn't find champions who are willing to give a title shot to a hungry unknown boxer, you know, for the fear that you might get embarrassed. Um, and I wrote the song for that, you know, because he, he called me up. He's like, I need a theme song. And, um, and I you know, wrote that hook and put it together with my buddy in South Africa, one of my best friends who I've never met. And uh, we released the album, and we ended up winning like the best heavy metal thing. It, it could have been in the, it could have been in the gang fight scene of the last episode of Tulsa King. I don't know if you guys are watching that series, man, but I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have that it. hook in my head I'm not all missing, day long. I'm not missing Tulsa King. It's a great new show. It's on Paramount TV. It's amazing. And so. Jesse, if, if I don't hear that oh, song on some big fight as the theme song, getting everybody fired up, I'm going to I'm going to just find you. I'm going to take that tape somewhere. Thank you for saying that. I'm going to. That's very motivating. <laughs> very motivating for me to, to get that compliment. So I, I love really it. So you have it. you uh, you have. I'm going to refocus and do it. You yeah. have a, you have a, 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 a associate of yours, and he's an old friend of ours, Rob Lockton. Hey, Rob, how you doing? I'm doing good. In fact, the track that you played before it was "Remember When." You didn't play the entirety, but just so you know, in case you didn't, don't worry, no, we will. Play that. Oh yeah, that don't was, worry. That got shuffled in the wrong order. Yeah, it was, a, it was a card deck. Yeah, was a little bit I was off. Saying, I was like, uh, "What's this one?" No yeah, we're creating our own music over here. No, sorry, we yeah, just got it go. last minute. But oh, absolutely, we're going to spotlight your song. So for Rob, sure. Rob's a man, man, many hats. He plays with uh, uh, Jack Russell's Great White. He's been Jack's music director and his guitar player for uh, what ten years now. Yeah, uh, eleven years. Eleven years, 11. almost of my one. Yeah. yeah, so we've had the we've had the grace and pleasure of actually playing with Rob and the band, and uh, it was a fun time. And I have a feeling we're going to be doing that again real soon, from what I understand. I so, think we are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I love? Uh, well, that's how when me and Robbie for, uh, got hooked up in the first place too. I got to play with um, with Great White. Oh, cool. You know, to, to fill in for Jack, and we had such a good time doing it. We were like, let's do this more. Well, Robbie, you have such a great reputation in the industry, so kudos to you because everybody loves you. you. Your work speaks for itself. Oh, yeah. And what I love about uh, speaking with you guys is you each have your, like, own – uh, areas where you are just really knocking it out of the park. You know, Jesse, you've done work on MTV, the Travel Channel. You do a lot of narr- narration and voiceover work. I mean, you got all sorts of things going on. And Robbie, your work, I mean, not only do you teach, but you're, you're bringing your craft and your expertise to so many great projects. I love that you guys are multitasking here. He's a hell of an engineer. We are focusing our attention on the Dope USA right now, trying to really kind of get this thing off the ground. Yeah. uh, There's a lot of new music coming later. Yeah. 
So, so we understand so our old pal Dan McNay's in on the act. Dan couldn't be on the show today, but he's part of the band. So, what's yeah. I, I, and I understand you guys are looking for a drummer. So, once you have your drummer, and I'm sure it won't be long, you guys are going to do some touring, play some dates, and, and do some stuff. Is that correct? Yes, we'll Beautiful. definitely be playing dates, and we're going to be finishing up new tracks. We've got uh, several new tracks, uh, at least three of them that are sitting waiting to be completed, and then uh, just a ton more. I mean, Jesse is a plethora of ideas. He's he's like an encyclopedia of songs. So, so do you, something. <laughs> will you guys have an actual album uh, released before you head out, or are you just going to have just a, a bunch of tracks you're playing? Yeah, eventually. Yeah. You know, I, I think this is the day and age of the single, so I think we're probably going to go one at a time and then collect everything together and push them out again. That's happening happening with a lot of bands, and especially during COVID, we were seeing a lot of that stuff. People are like, you know what? We're just releasing singles every few months, and seems to be working for us. And you know, it's just a new day and age. I mean, COVID showed us that people can record, you know, from opposite sides of the globe. You know, sending tracks to each other, and you know, the renaissance of music that's been coming out post COVID has been spectacular. So. I'm sure everybody will be excited to hear the stuff that Delfio say is going to be coming up with, you know, and, yeah. and we really like people are people are going to lose their minds. We really are putting together some stuff that is just visceral and funny and energetic. You know, the the whole point of Dilf USA was to um, give people permission to have a good time. I find the club experience uh, nowadays to be very stuffy and stifling. You know, it's like I've got 30 people that came here to see my band. Now they leave. And now here comes in the 30 people to see the next band. And then they leave. And like, like when you create an atmosphere that is a party atmosphere, people want to stick around. They want to whole night. They want to see all the bands that are on the bill that night. You know, we're going to be playing with the Cottonmouth Kings. And, um, you know, for our show on uh, in Hermosa Beach on the 14th of January. And, uh, you know, that that was just a great thing. It's going to be a party. Nobody's going to want to leave for the Cottonmouth Kings. And like it's a great combination of energy and music that everybody's going to want to stick around for the whole show. And that's the kind of thing that I'm trying to get going with this project. It goes back to my motto, no flat tires allowed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just going to be yeah. to the wall or get on yeah. out. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, our special guests on the line with us, we've got Jesse Blaze. We've got Robbie Lochner. They're uh, talking about their project, Dilf USA. In fact, let's get to a little holiday cheer because this song came out of the gate and everybody absolutely loves it. Uh, let's check out Countdown to Christmas. It is Swell Radio, RFUA. Countdown to Christmas and a very appropriate track for this time of year as well. From Dilf USA, there's also a video out to this. Which is great. Yeah, very cool. But before we get any further, Swaz had a question for you, Jesse. Oz, take it away. Hey, Jesse, outside of music, you're also well-known in the graphic artist world. You've worked with Paul Benjamin to create the Dead Romeo series. Tell our listeners a little bit about that part of your career. All right. Well, I don't mean to correct you, but I think you're talking about Ryan Benjamin. Ryan Benjamin, I'm sorry. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, when it, so when it comes to comic books, you know, if you're reading a comic book ever, you know, that Stanley and Jack Kirby, there's a writer and there's an artist. So a lot of people don't realize that there's people who write comic books. I'm a comic book writer. I've worked for Marvel, for DC, Disney, Pixar, and the Muppets, and I write a lot of independent stuff right now. There's a new book that I'm doing called Guns and Angels that's coming out from Merck Publishing in a little bit. But uh, I created an original character for DC, I don't know, it's like probably like two decades ago now, almost. Holy shit, I'm getting old. Um, but um, <laughs> the, uh, the thing with Ryan was great. You know, we did this vampire romance 
uh, and he was like basically uh, in like a kind of a punk rock band, and he died in the '80s, buried in his stage clothes. And uh, he comes back to life and has to protect this girl. It was wonderful working with Ryan. You know, Ryan's a, an athlete and um, and a similar kind of minded guy to myself. And he and I just got along swimmingly. And uh, I think we produced a great book. It's it's super super fun. It's not as in-depth and interesting is what I originally pitched to them. I was going to do a, something based off of Dante's Inferno, which was really cool, and they asked me to simplify things a little bit, but it came out really great. It's a fun horror book, and if you like vampires, worth checking out. You can still find the graphic novel somewhere. Well, as we all know, vampires are so in, so I'm sure I'm sure there's a huge audience for that. You know, um, I was listening to the first two, two tracks, and we will be getting to uh, Robbie's solo track. Who, who are your influences in music? Like, who who or in, in any genre of, of entertainment, who are your influences? <laughs> Kermit the Frog. Come on. Uh, Frog. Uh, it's, it's, I was raised on the Muppet Show. Uh, my mother was a big fan of the Muppet Show, and she would have it on all the time. I love the Muppet Show. Jim Henson is my idol. And really just as a creative person, uh, you know, I want to make the world a better place. And Jim said, I hope that the world is a little better for me having been here. And when I heard that, that was, I'm like, that's what I want. I want the world to be a little better because I was here. And, uh, you know, and that'll be the test for me of whether or not my time on Earth was worthwhile, that, that, that it was a little better because I was here. And he inspired me musically, um, especially Dilf is such a great example of it with Countdown to Christmas. It's a really sweet and traditional song, but our music video turns all that sweetness on its head and is really funny and engaging and, and takes what we did and makes it something that you can laugh at the whole way through. And that is my influence. You know, Alice Cooper and Kenny Rogers and, and Leo Sayers and bands that my father would never have <laughs> let me listen to in a million years. You know, bands that he would be like, oh, what is that? Leo Sayers? What are you doing? But for me, it was like it was so many musical influences all at once and great Beatles songs that they were turning into these great sketches and so many obscure tracks that were just visceral with their lyrics and the meaning. I, I mean, just like putting time in a bottle is one of my favorite songs that comes out of that thing. If I could put time in a bottle. Yep, it's the visual. so wonderful. The visuals sold the songs. And that has been my biggest influence. And it's why I have had such trouble as I was coming up in the music industry, because everybody wanted me to focus. They were like, you're all over the place. I'm like, I'm just trying to demonstrate that I can do anything and it'll be great. And they were like, well, you seem unfocused. And I'm like, no, I'm just really, really good at what I do. And I'm trying to show you all. The I'm, a I'm a multitasker. I'm a multitasker. Well, yeah, but it really, it shot me in the foot for a long time. And honestly, my, my, my main influence, I'd be lying if I didn't say that it was, is my father. Who, if, if anybody who doesn't know, my father is Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister. Uh, you know, it's not my first thing to bring up because it tends to make people uh, judge me through a weird lens of like celebrity and nonsense that doesn't have anything to do with me or who I am because it's just, that's just my dad. But my dad is he's the greatest i i'm just the biggest fan he i believe i believe he is the greatest front man who has ever lived i believe twisted sister is one of the greatest live bands that has ever played and i've seen them enough and seen enough bands to know and i studied at his feet 
looking up to him my entire life. I think he's such an amazing songwriter. He writes these anthemic choruses that you know you, just, you never forget. And I literally, I just, I, I would go to Giant Stadium and Yankee Stadium when he would get invited down because they were always playing his music, and I would listen to Twisted Sister played alongside Queen. Guns N' Roses, ACDC, the biggest bands on the planet, and Twisted Sister, who was not as big. And I went, how did he do this? How did he achieve this? And it's a certain type of songwriting, a catchiness, a, a, a real visceral energy that was being brought to these uh, modern-day hymns, I would call them. And that is what I studied my whole life, and that is really what has turned me. You know, you said you're going to have knockouts stuck in your head. Well, that's thanks to Dee Snyder, because he taught me how to write a hook that will be stuck in your head. Here's something that's crazy. Um, Dino here. When Pete and I were kids, we played in our first band with the guy that wrote all the music for Sesame Street, Joe Raposo. And his son, <laughs> oh, Joe yeah. Jr. He was our bass player. Joe Jr. Yeah. was the bass player. Was. We were in Manhattan going yep. to private school, living me and my city. brother. Yeah, we were living in the city. And the first time I ever met a really big celebrity was Fred Gwynn. And that was his best That's friend. That's right. Oh, yeah. We yeah, were at crazy. Carnegie Hall. We met him. Above Carnegie Hall, he had a studio, and that's where we rehearsed, man. That's so. awesome. That's awesome. Wow, that's very cool. My only regret in my entire life is that I had an opportunity to be a, like, I don't like to live in, with regrets, but I do regret this. I had an opportunity to do an unpaid internship with Jim Henson Productions when they were oh, producing yeah. the oh. cast. <laughs> you want to kill yourself I now. I didn't do it. Oh, no. I didn't do it. Regrets. There was no money, and I needed to make money and i was like i can't go a whole summer without making any money no i can't do it i wish yeah I now it. you're like what did i do hey stick around yeah. we got some more great stuff here with jesse blaze our friend robbie lochner right here swell radio rfua we'll be right back there's more rfua swell radio on the answer san diego Swell Radio would like to thank our sponsors. Vox Direct, Brock Scott Photography, Brenniger Chiropractic, Last Days Tattoo, Mary's Donuts Lakeside, Ramona Main Stage Theater, Rock and Roll San Diego, Conlin Digital Media, and the Arena Law Group. Without their sponsorship, our show would not be possible. Where big names in rock and roll and up-and-coming unsigned artists converge. It's Swell Radio RFUA on 96.1 FM and AM 1170 KCBQ. Easy call management, advanced business features, Vox Direct. They have a toll-free phone number. They also have virtual receptionist, easy call management, advanced business features, and there's no monthly contract, so you can try it out and see if you like it. And, of course, they also have... Phone conferencing. So when you need to get everybody together on the phone line to figure out how you're still going to go with your business plans, they can do that. And for right now, you can do the first month absolutely free. It's their gift to you. Call them right now to ask them how they can help you and your business out. 1-800-353-5695. That's 1-800-353-5695. Vox Direct. That's right, Jimmy's Famous Restaurant, Santee, California. 9635 Mission Gorge Road. Long-running eatery and sports bar. Serving American comfort food in a casual diner-like atmosphere. Jimmy's Famous Restaurant and Sports Bar. 619-448-8994. That's 619-448-8994. Remember, Jimmy's Famous Restaurant, Santee, California. 
Hi, this is Josh. And this is Felicia from Year of October, and we're hanging with our friend Sled. From Swell Radio, RFUA. Keep it loud. Well, at least paying our bills is out of the way. Let's rock. Swell Radio, RFUA. AM 1170, FM 961 on The Answer. KCBQ San Diego, back with Jesse Blaze, a.k.a. Jesse Snyder, the son of D. Snyder, and our friend Rob Knockner. We're going to get to Rob right now. So, Rob, man, let's talk about Rob a little bit and his career and what Rob has done. And so, Rob, who were your early influences when you first got into playing guitar? You know, it was uh, Richie Blackmore was a big one. But then when I was listening to Credence and Beatles and I mean, Blue Cheer and oh yeah, and Blue Cheer, just, cool. Just a ton of stuff, and and, and kind of like Jesse, where he's eclectic. That's what I use for me is eclectic. I'm, I've always done a lot of eclectic stuff. Even if you listen to like say the He Saw Coming record, if you listen cover to cover, you go, wow, every song's quite different. Well, I think that's probably due to my influence of just kind of making things. It's just eclectic. You know, I, I don't, and I don't think it's unfocused. To me, it's like I just like a lot of stuff, and I like to hear a lot of different stuff, and I like to write and play a lot of different stuff. So that's what you get at. This is why we get along so well. well. And the other thing, Jesse, you, you threw in before, he's a great engineer. Not only is Rob a great engineer, he's a great producer. He's a, he's a music oh, yeah. director. Can I give full credit? He's a music director a for, the, for the great Jack Russell from Great White. Jack Russell's Great White. Robbie is the music director of the band. And it's funny you mentioned Blackmore, Rob, because you know what? John Lord was one of my biggest influences. So that oh, man, yeah, I listen to a lot of Richie Blackmore, and I'm a huge Deep Purple fan from way back. Tell us more about yeah. your producing and, and and your other engineering type production skills. Let's hear about that. Yeah, so I've been doing that for a little while now and just trying to, uh, you know, get my hands into it as far as I can so I can keep learning and getting better with mixing, producing, and the whole nine yards. And I've, I've done stuff with like Herman Rarebell, if you know Herman from yeah. the yeah. Scorpions. Of course. You know, I've done stuff with, I uh, did a track with Robin McCauley and. Oh, um, love Robin. Uh, well, you you, yeah. well, you worked with a friend of ours a few years ago, Scott's band. What was Scott's band called? You know, uh, I heard the production on that. Uh, it was great, great stuff, man. Um, Blanking I'm on it. Dino's looking like, I can't remember. I don't know. I, and I'm What's the blonde of the group. Uh, while they're thinking about it, Robbie, let me ask you this. When did you first pick up a guitar? What age? I picked up a guitar, I was about 13, 14, a little later than most people did, but it was just, you know, and it was in an area and in a time when there wasn't really any way to learn but off of records, so I just sat around with records and tried to learn, and I had a brother who'd been playing six months longer than me, but he was a lot, lot better and could learn stuff, and it always amazed me that he could listen to a record and figure stuff out. I'm like, how can you do that? And I just You must be a genius. Yeah. And then I finally started figuring it out, you know, and then we played in a band together for a number of years. And he's the one who started me and two or three of my brothers at the same time. And then um, a bunch of neighborhood kids. And then I was the guy who got up the next day and kept playing and kept playing and kept playing. And then, you know, within a year, I was already starting little bands. But I refused to say that I was in a band. This is not on a band. We just play. I don't I was kind of embarrassed about how bad we were, but you know, we just kept, kept working it and kept working it. And then next thing you know, the band started getting really popular. 
And it's funny and because... Oh, my God. Isn't that the worst, Robbie, when you're like a perfectionist <laughs> and you're in a band that's just like, ah. Uh, you don't want anybody to know, but you like playing with it. Yeah, yeah. but I get it. My, my dad's a rock star. You know, you don't want to show up and suck. I remember like my first band, I was literally, they're trying to book shows. They're like, Jesse, we got to book shows. And I'm like, we will book shows when we are good. <laughs> not <laughs> right we, now. We will, not book, we will not work one minute before that. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I love that. But also, Robbie, you know, you you being a musician and an instrumentalist, um, you could always see the players that all started out of the gate at the same time. But there's always that one player that rises and you're like, aha, that's that's the winner right there. I'm pretty sure your brother is like, what the, you know, you you probably passed him up and you kept going. I, I did. I did. Because he at a certain point, he just went, you know, I don't like the business. I don't want to do this anymore. And we had a band together and he left. And then um, I just continued on. And he's, you know, he's always been basically on the sidelines cheerleading the whole thing like that he's always proud to see like when i played with rob halford he was super excited that's my brother that's my brother right there that's awesome that's so cool i didn't know that robbie see i'm learning things I love that. Yeah, Robbie was in fight, man. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, love man. That. You know what? I saw Fight Live, man. I love that band. That was one of the loudest, most hard rocking, rockable ever. <laughs> I, saw you, I saw you guys at the Bacchanal show. You might remember doing the Bacchanal show in San Diego. It was a Sunday night show. That was one of my favorite concerts I ever saw in my life. Love it was such that. a good show, man. I, I, and in fact, I remember Halford, I think, came to KGB, the station I was working at at the time. I think he came by the station at that time, and everybody was like all agog, like, oh my God, Halford's coming in. Hey, our special guest, Jesse Blaze, and our friend Robbie Lochner right here. And let's get to Robbie's solo stuff. This is an instrumental called Remember When right here. Swell Radio, RFUA. Remember When by Mr. Rob Lochner. Now, let me let me say some things so here. good, Robbie. Okay, I, I want to say this right now because I kind of feel like I can make this, uh, this, this comment. Mark Kendall managed us for five years in sled when we were in sled and when i first saw jack with robbie lochner i was blown away and why i was blown away is because the musicianship that jack picked to have in his band okay but this young man right here playing guitar takes it to a, a level and i love mark kendall that mark couldn't even come even think about playing and why i love robbie is because he's got the feel that mark has there's a swagger the going on the technicality yeah. of his playing the neoclassical side of his playing the bluesy side of his playing he like makes it his own and it's just like takes it to another planet and you're making it sound so effortless robbie and there's so much going on there you've just got it's this funny, cool subtle swagger because when i watch robbie play on stage it's, <sighs> it's, it's seemingly effortless the way he goes yeah. about it you know the other guy i compare rob to is another guy who's very effortless in, in the way he does it is is of course frank hannon from oh, tesla yeah. now, now Richie we've, toured, we've toured with tesla and, 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 yeah. we toured with tesla and i'll tell you i don't know how many tesla shows i saw and i looked at frank one night he was on our tour bus i go do you ever make a mistake yeah, I mean, honestly, do you, do you ever make a mistake? But, I, but, but Robbie, you you deserve you like everything mistakes. we're saying. We deserve everything we're well, saying because we've all been in this know, for can decades. I, can I say something? Please, sure. With him, you know, it, Robbie is just one of the rare birds of guitar players because it, most guitar players, it's just kind of one way or the other, and the two ways are 
either it's showy and um, you know you're 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 being a a player who's flashy or you're being a player who's a little buttoned up and you're doing artistic things that'll be noticed and appreciated by other musicians. And I think a lot of people get really hung up on that thing and end up playing the wrong things in order to be showy. And Robbie manages to be both exactly what is necessary for the track and complementary to the things that he's doing while any guitar, and I don't even appreciate it until I'll play things for my uh, like guitar player friends and they go, wow, they'll have to explain to me I'll be doing that I don't appreciate because, you know, I'm not a virtuoso guitar player. And I'll be like, oh, wow, yeah, I didn't even realize that aspect of what he's doing. And he really just manages to service both needs for everything that he works on. And and you're right. He, he is largely perfect because he does not. And, like and, and part of being a virtuoso is being versatile. And when you see a guy like Rob Lochner, you know, he could just virtually walk into just about any situation and pull it off. And fill that gap. Pull it off. If there's yeah. something and, missing, the spaces that, that need to be filled. That's a sign of a true pro, yeah. man. And, and it doesn't get much better than a guy who knows how to hold his guitar with feeling and love and also how to attack when he, when you need to. And he's that So take that, guy. Robbie. Just take Hopefully. that. Thank you. Hopefully. <laughs> I'm just sitting here going stunned, like, wow, thank you all. <laughs> well, well-deserved, well-deserved. So remember when, is that on a particular album? Is that out? Is it just a single released? It, it's out on as a single. Um, I have a video on my YouTube channel, but you can find it on all the usual suspects, like, you know, iTunes and all the streaming and download and Bandcamp included. Just like the uh, Christmas song, Countdown to Christmas, it's the same thing. You can find it on Bandcamp under... Um, deal with USA Band is the way to put it in, or YouTube, or find the band on Instagram or Facebook or any of those. It's the same thing with me. You find it under my name, Robbie Lochner, and then um, look for it. But that particular track, actually, I did put on a record um, that I released in '97. But that when I did, the, I did five instrumentals in four hours' time, and just didn't do them justice. And that one was one I wrote two days before going into the studio. I only had four instrumentals, went in with that fifth one, and and it was the most popular one on the record. And I was sitting around with it going, I just want to redo this thing because it needs to be done right. And that's what I did is I redid it the way I heard it in my head instead of being rushed through it. Bass and drums done, okay, guitars rushed through it. Basically, one take down is almost practically live playing on the record. Love it. Well, the track, again, is called Remember When. So if you're looking for it and you want to hear that again, in fact, I, I want to listen to it in my car. I just want to jam driving. I mean, that's exactly what I want. I want to be in the pocket. Robbie Lochner's got it right there. Cool. All right. We got uh, more great stuff coming up. We've got Ozzy's Music Minute. We've got the Sled Track of the Week. And more from our friends Jesse Blaze and Robbie Lochner. Swell Radio, RFUA. There's more RFUA Swell Radio on The Answer, San Diego. When hunger strikes, hit Mary's Donuts and Deli, 10101 Main Avenue, Lakeside, California. You don't want to forget about eating the wonderful sandwiches at Mary's Donuts and Deli. The Union Tributes Deli of the Year Award and Bakery of the Year Award. That's Mary's Donuts, 101 Main Avenue, Lakeside, California. Tell them Sled sent you. Rock on. For all your tattoo and piercing needs, make sure you check out Last Day's Tattoo, 4919 Newport Avenue, San Diego, California, 92107. That's Ocean Beach, California. Call John or any of his wonderful artists. Piercing, tattoo, anything. 619-546-5150. That's 619 
5150. Last Days Tattoo. Heat, Dino, Gary, Swell Ozzy, and Co. Rock your Saturday nights in what we like to call organized chaos. It's Swell Radio RFUA. Swell Radio would like to thank our sponsors. Vox Direct, Brock Scott Photography, Brenniger Chiropractic, Last Days Tattoo, Mary's Donuts, Lakeside, Ramona Main Stage Theater, Rock and Roll San Diego, Conlin Digital Media, and the Arena Law Group. Without their sponsorship, our show would not be possible. Hi, this is Ryan. And this is Will of Sprung, Sprung Monkey. And you're listening to our friends from SLED on Swell Radio, RFUA. Keep rocking, San Diego. Rocking. Back to the rock on 96.1 FM and 1170 KCBQ. It's Swell Radio, RFUA. Swell Radio, RFUA. It's that time again, that time of the season, that time of the evening. It's time for the Swell Aussie Music Minute. Take it away, Oz. Welcome to the Swell Ozzy Music Minute. Straight ahead, the Smashing Pumpkins. Originally from Chicago, they started out in 1998. The band had had several personnel changes over the years, with singer and guitar player Billy Corgan being the only constant member. The band was one of the most successful of the alternative rock bands of their era, selling over 30 million albums. 1989, they released a single called I Am One. This success of this led to their debut album, Gish. It was produced by Brooch Vig. That's why the band is a support act to bands like Guns N' Roses, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and Dane Addiction. 1992 saw them working on their second album, Siamese Dream, again with Butch Vig. This album went on to sell 4 million copies, but led to a backlash from some of their fans who felt that their new direction was very commercial. They became known as the Grunge Monkeys, a reference to 60s pop act The Monkeys. 1994, they released their album Pieces and Carcio. It was an album of unreleased B singles. The tour to support the albums would see them headline at Lollapalooza. 1996, the next album, Melancholy and Infinite Sadness, a double album of 28 songs. It featured their biggest hit, Bullet with Butterfly Wings. It also featured the hits 1979, Zero, and Tonight Tonight. The success of this album led to a world tour with James Addiction. Next, the band recorded singles to be used in projects like the soundtracks to movies The Lost Highway and the usually successful movie Batman. 1999, the Smashing Pumpkins released the album Adore. It was a new direction for them in electronic music. It saw them open for Kiss at Dodger Stadium to start their tour. The next album was The Machines of God. This album was produced by Billy Corgan. They toured with Hole as their support act. After two years, they're back with their next album, The Friends and Enemies of Modern Music. December 2000, the Smashing Pumpkins play a farewell concert in Chicago at the Metro Club, a a four-and-a-half-hour concert celebrating their whole career. Seven years later, Billy Corgan puts together a new version of The Smashing Pumpkins. They released the album Zeitgeist. It was produced by Roy Thomas Baker. 2011, it was another album called Oceana with Roy Thomas Baker again. 2014, the album was Elergy. It was produced by Roy again, this time it had Tommy Lee on drums, but Brad Wilk toured with the band as Tommy was obligated to Motley Crue at the time. The tour saw 60 shows with Marilyn Manson as their co-headliner. The band's currently touring with Jane's Addiction. Check this out if you can. It's a cool show for 100 bucks, and that's a deal in today's rock world. And there you have it, the Swell Ozzy Music Minute on Swell Radio, RFUA. Yeah, Swell Ozzy Music Minute. All right, we're going to get to the sled track of the week from our upcoming unreleased CD, Staring the Screens. This track is entitled kill shot hey i want to thank jesse and and i want to thank rob for doing the show today man you guys such really? a cool show seriously and, excited and, about the stuff we're hearing seriously excited so again we've oh, got jesse's solo stuff uh played a track called ko i will find you if you don't get that to some fight 
you know, WWF hey, or some you know, boxing match. Me by <laughs> listening to it. You know, there's a whole record that came out, and I didn't get to promote it because, like I said, I went through a bit of a life crisis yeah. right after I released it. But the album's called Come With Me If You Want to Live. It's really wonderful. I, I made it all with one of my best buddies, Michael Narangio, through the Internet. Literally, Perfect. he and I never met. Uh, but it was great, and it came out just a little bit ago. It's still fresh, and I mean every word of it. Um, you know, uh, it, it's really it's worth your time. Well, we can't wait but to hear it. We can't. USA yeah, and Dilf USA, is, um, you got your countdown to Christmas. Yeah, this is the this is where I'm putting all my energy right now, and uh, you know, just having a great time doing it, and, and really working with Robbie. I, it's so nice to hear everybody speaking so so nicely of him. You know, I'm not much of a um, you know a name dropper or a star. Uh, something that interests me and celebrities and people who have played with whoever. It's just about, are you a good person? Are you a kind person? Are you good yeah. at what you do? That's, That's what it's all about. That's Speaking of being people. kind and good people, I just want to say we are having a toy drive this evening with our cover band Nemesis over at Full Circle Saloon in Santee. If you got a moment, stop in, everybody. Bring a toy for the kids. My name's Peter DeLuke. I'm Dino DeLuke. And that means I was swell as And I'm Co Lewis. Thank you again to Jesse Blaze and our friend Robbie Lochner. Have a great night. Good night, America. Sayonara, San Diego. Thank you for joining us for RFUA Swell Radio, radio for unsigned artists. Join us next week at this same time as the celebration of rock and roll music, both past, present, and future, continues. To learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor, visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com. This has been RFUA Swell Radio, radio for unsigned artists. On The Answer, San Diego. Ladies and gentlemen, due to podcast regulations, the music will not air through the podcast rebroadcast of our show. Thank you. Easy Call Management Advanced Business Features, Vox Direct. They have a toll-free phone number. They also have virtual receptionist, easy call management, advanced business features, and there's no monthly contract, so you can try it out and see if you like it. And, of course, they also have phone conferencing. So when you need to get everybody together on the phone line to figure out how you're still going to go with your business plans, they can do that. And for right now, you can do the first month absolutely free. It's their gift to you. Call them right now to ask them how they can help you and your business out. 1-800-353-5695. That's 1-800-353-5695. Vox Direct. Swell Radio would like to thank our sponsors. Vox Direct, Brock Scott Photography, Brenniger Chiropractic, Last Days Tattoo, Mary's Donuts Lakeside, Ramona Main Stage Theater, Rock and Roll San Diego, Conlin Digital Media, and the Arena Law Group. Without their sponsorship, our show would not be possible. Where big names in rock and roll and up-and-coming unsigned artists converge. It's Swell Radio RFUA on 96.1 FM and AM 1170 KCBQ. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.